and welcome to the Joy Report with Rhonda in sunny Tampa, Florida. What a blessed day it is. I hope you're experiencing the blessings of the Lord. The blessings of the Lord maketh one rich and adds no sorrow. He is such a good God and he's only been good to us all the days of our life. So I hope that you are swimming in the blessings of the Father. You know, every promise in the word, there's a condition. When you meet the condition, you get the promise. Isn't that beautiful? So there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, right? It seemeth right, but the end thereof is destruction. Narrow is the gate, but few there that find it. So there is definite directions. There are definite directions and maps all through the word of God, how we are to present ourselves, how we are to act, what we are to think upon. They're just full of directions, full of information that we need to walk the walk to talk the talk, to be a godly person, to live in the truth, to have divine healing, even even the things that we think upon. You know, the Bible says, think on the good, the pure, the perfect, the lovely report. You know, it says, take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. So that it is important what you're thinking upon. It's important what's coming out of your mouth. It's not what goes into a man that defileth him, but it's what comes out of the man that defileth him. So we have to be working every day. We have to be practicing forgiveness. We have to be working in the things of God. We have to be reading. We have to be being a doer of the word. Word and not a hearer only, deceiving our own selves. Because Jesus is our healer. Jesus is on the inside of us. And we have the victory. We have strength in the name of Jesus. We are the righteousness in that name. We have freedom in the name of Jesus. We have power in the name of Jesus. And by that name that we live and we move and we have our being. And a new species, my life is not my own. I am hidden in Christ. I am seated in heavenly places, ruling and reigning above all principalities. Amen. Amen. What I want to talk to you today is if have you ever heard somebody say the end justifies the means? Did you ever wonder what that really meant? Well, I started to research. That's kind of been on my heart for a few days. And so I kind of researched it and I just want to make it really simple so you can all understand what I'm saying. <laughs> it's used to say that a desired result is so good or important that any method, even a morally bad one, may be used to achieve it. They believe that the end justifies the means. So it's like the way that seemeth right, but it leads to destruction. So that's a scripture that kind of just goes against that, what it's saying, because it's saying that I can go about it any way that I want to, just as long as I get the good results. But you know what? All through the word, it's clearly not that way, because the end does never justifies the means, because God always gives specific directions to his children and to his people. And you can see it like in the New Testament. You can see it in the Old Testament. In Leviticus 10, 1 through 2, it said, Nadab and Abuhu offered incense to God using fire that God had not commanded them to use, right? He gave them specific instructions for specific outcomes. <laughs> Their goal was good, offering incense to worship God, but God had not told them what fire to use and they disregarded the means he specified so you know what happened god killed them 
Yes, he did. That's what the word says. It's found in Leviticus 10, 1 through 2. He, God believes in his word and he believes in his instruction so much that he just said, you're out of here. They learned too late that the end did not justify using a different means. So let's go over to the New, New Testament. It says Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Many think that they please the Lord because they do many wonderful works in his name. Their goals may be good, but he will say, depart from me, you who practice lawlessness, because they are not doing the will of the Father. You know, the Bible says, you know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So when we're doing the will on earth, it's the will is being done in heaven. You know, the Bible says what we bind on earth is bound in heaven. So there's a correlation because see, we're passing through this life. We are not residents here. We are aliens here. <laughs> we're just passing through this life, but our heavenly home is in heaven because God has said, I must go that I would prepare a place for you. Jesus said that. And he said that I'll come back and he's coming back for his church without spot nor wrinkle nor blemish and you know there are a lot of blemishes there are a lot of spots and there are a lot of wrinkles and God is at work in the church and in the body of Christ because he's coming back for his church and his church is not a defeated church his church is full of power it's full of the Holy Ghost it's full of liberty it's full of miracles and healings and he's Jesus said will I find faith on the earth when I come so Jesus is looking for something when he comes. So we have to know that we have to follow the instructions. We have to follow the word of God. So we get those desired outcomes because the end does not justify the means because clearly different people, I can just go through, I'll go to read you another Old Testament, 1 Samuel 15, 3. God told Saul to destroy all the Amalekites and their flocks. But Saul kept the best animals to offer sacrifice to God. So it seemed right. It seemed like a good thing. Offering sacrifice to God was a good work, but it did not justify disregarding God's command. God said, Saul has not performed my commandments and rejected him as king. To obey is better than sacrifice. The end did not justify a different means from what God had specified. So we as children of God, we just have to do what we know to do. The ABCs of faith. Know the truth and the truth will set you free. And so when you're doing and you're walking in the light of the revelation that you have, then you are upright and you are pleasing to our Heavenly Father. And He says, well done. Well done. <laughs> because you're doing His word and you're obeying His commands. In First Chronicles 15 verse 2, 12 through 15, God had appointed the ark should be carried on poles by priests and Levites. No one else could touch it. And in Numbers 4, 15 through 20, God killed Uzziah because they did not consult him about the proper order. Moving the ark was good, but God has specified the proper order to use. The end did not justify using a means different from what God said. So, you know, what I see to bring that in modern day, you know, I can see 
different people out plowing the field, different people out harvesting. But if you don't do it in the light of the word, if you don't do it as God has commanded you to do it, and you have different motives, or you're doing, you're thinking that, oh, this is going to outweigh that. It doesn't, because all through the word, the word is an example to us to live by, to direct our life by. And so we've got to do what it says to do. We can't just, um, just take a scripture and just change it all up so it suits what we're doing or what we're thinking or what we're feeling because you know we're a three-part being i talked about that on the last um podcast that about the human spirit and that we are a spirit we have a soul and we live in a body well our soul and our body okay our our soul is our mind our will and our intellect and that's our processing. That's our where we do our reasoning. And that's where we can get, get into some wrong thinking, right? And so our spirit man needs to be fed and nourished and built up. So our, a lot of times words will come out of your spirit. Like, have you ever been somewhere and you just blurt something out? And you'll be like, whoa, where did that come from? Because a lot of times when you're filling up your spirit man, he will just start speaking. And he will just start calling things out. And he will just start telling the situation or you will just know things by the spirit because your spirit man is edified. You know, the Bible says that we need to desire the spiritual gifts. We need to stir ourselves up and ask the Holy Spirit to work in us, both the will and to do his good pleasure. And so we need to desire that. And then when we are praying in the spirit, we need to desire to interpret. You know, the Bible says that it's good to prophesy, but when you're in a group of people, if there's no one to interpret it, and you just pray in tongues, you know, there's edification that comes by the Spirit so that there would be a word that would come forth out of those tongues. So pray that you can interpret your tongues. That's scriptural. And you need to be doing that and stirring yourself up in your most holy faith. So what do you think about? Does the does the end justify the means? So you can use bad or immoral methods as long as you accomplish something good by using them? No! you can't it's always going to catch up with you it's always going to catch up with you every hidden thing is made manifest so there isn't anything that's under the sun that god doesn't see that he doesn't know that he is he's watching over his word to perform it and every time you speak the word it's accomplishing that which what it's sent to do my son incline thy ear unto thy words for their health and healing to all thy flesh so just know when you're speaking words of healing and you've got healing scriptures you're gonna have healing when you have promises in the word of god you're gonna have those promises that you're laying hold of that you're believing and you're trusting for because that's the word of god that's not the word of Rhonda. that's not the word of this church or that church or that person it's the word of god god it's god breathe god inspired all through the bible every one of the 66 chapters of the bible are all inspired by god written by man but inspired by god for our direction our reproof our exhortation you know it's for correction you can find everything in the word of god but you know when we develop mindsets of different ways of thinking or different ways of dealing with things besides the way that the lord is clearly set in his word to deal with things and so you can see through the word how god thinks because his ways are 
are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our ways. And so I would always say, when you can know those ways, when you know his word, you know, uh, the will of God is where the word of God is known. And so just know that God is always speaking, but do you have ears to hear? He's always speaking through his word. When you're reading his word, the spirit and the word, they agree. So I want to read you one more, 2 Kings 5, 9 through 14. Elisha told Naaman to dip seven times in the Jordan, and he would be cleansed of leprosy. Being healed was a good end, but Naaman was furious because he wanted a different means to accomplish the healing. He wanted Elisha to wave his hand over the place, or he wanted to dip in a different river. As long as he rejected the means God specified, he remained a leper. He was cleansed only when he sought the end according to God's means. The end did not justify using a different means. So you can see it. You can see in people's methods and how they think and and the ways that they're going about things because it's stinking thinking. You have to go the Bible way to get the Bible results. You reap what you sow. So you need to be sowing good seeds. You need to be doing exactly following the direction of the Lord in the things that you are believing and trusting for. So a lot of times why your prayers are not being answered because you're, you're, you're praying amiss or you're not really doing the direction to get the promise. So you can see that there's always, there's always a condition to receive the promise in the word of God. So I just uh, exhort you today to get in the word, be a doer of the word, not just a hearer only. And just know narrow is the gate and few there that find it. Why is it few there that find it? Because your mind is unrenewed and it's something you've got to fill up on every day. It's something that you have to guard. You have to guard your heart and to guard your heart, you have to guard your, guard your thought life and to guard your thought life it's requiring you to read it's requiring you to study it's requiring you to be a doer of the word and not just a year only so so many times the bible says be not deceived why does the bible say be not deceived because obviously you can be deceived <laughs> so god doesn't want you to be deceived i like what he said to in paul paul wrote so many chapters of the new testament and he says who has bewitched you who have you allowed to come and to have have a full reign or control or be over you what is your umbrella what who are you speaking who's speaking in and, and, and who are you speaking to what are the influences that are influencing you sometimes you need to check up on that so that you just know that it's pure heaven it's a hundred hundred octane God that he's speaking forth and that you're obeying and you're trusting and you're believing in the word of God and not just making up things as you go because it suits you or you just want to make it up so the ends never justifies the means because the end justifies disobedience to God's word that's what it justifies because you're coming against the counsel and the knowledge and the will of God when you say the ends justifies the means that you can do it anyway but just get it done I can remember my daughter she was on swim team and there was a swim meet and there were there were some little girls that were swimming next to her and one little girl decided they started they started in freestyle okay on their stomachs and then the little girl went on her back and she's trying to watch and she's trying to win that race right you got all the parents watching so this particular little girl won the race but she cheated 
she didn't do the rules. She she disobeyed the, you know, that was the, you swam one style. You were just freestyle. You don't go on your back. You don't, you don't change up the rules. But she won. When she came out of the water, her parents were like, yay, good job, good job. But the ends never justifies the means. So I don't know where she is today. And I don't know what kind of life that she's leading or living. But I know that those parents, they were justifying her cheating and watched her cheat. And I watched her cheat. And I watched my daughter say she cheated. You know what I mean? And I just said, just be quiet. It's okay. It's okay. You know what I mean? Because how can you, you can't, uh, you know, you're not going to embarrass the parents. Because they, maybe they operate that way. Maybe that's their line of thinking. That's maybe what how they live by those kind of of rules in their own home that just get it done just make you know make the grade it doesn't matter if you cheat it doesn't matter what you have to do just the ends justifies the means well it doesn't just because you win the race and you get a ribbon it is not well done my good and faithful servant enter into the joy of the lord because there is no joy because there is no it's rebellion and it's it's going against the knowledge of truth you know doing what's right following the being obedient to the word of God you know so that's just a little quick illustration but I can remember that and I had to have a lesson with my daughter and I just said no that was not right and that is not the way that you play sports and no those parents were not right they needed to correct her because guess what they're teaching her how to be rebellious so later in life she will have no respect for authority she will have no respect for those that are in authority over her at school even the policemen anything that has a authority she they are saying it's null and in effect because they're above that because they chose to be above that because they chose to disobey the rules and they could they could have kicked her out of the race they could have kicked her out but the officials didn't see it just the parents so God requires complete obedience to all that he has said not only must we pursue the goals that God teaches but we must do it in the way he has told us to do it and that will preach my brother and sisters. I hope you are blessed by these messages. I sure enjoy doing them. I sure enjoy studying God's word and just being a being a vessel that God can use. You know, there's many vessels in the house of the Lord. There's vessels of honor and there's vessels of dishonor. And so you've got to keep yourself holy and pure before the Lord. So he said, with pure hands and a clean heart, so that you are holy and pure before him. How can you be holy and pure? Just do the right thing. That's all he wants you to do. Make the right choices. Make the right decisions. Love. Love covers a multitude of sin. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is slow to anger. Love delights in truth. And our God is a God full of love. But I'm telling you, when God comes on the scene, he's coming. Coming. He's coming and he's going to fight your battles for you. Ecclesiastes 14, 14 says that he will fight your battles. Be, be in peace. So just know when God comes on the scene, he's going to do it. And he, you don't have to do a thing because God comes on the scene and that's what he is doing. He's fighting for his church. There is good and evil and he's fighting for his church. He's coming back for a, not a defeated church. He's coming back for a pure church. And even even if you study the book of Revelations, you know, he came to all of those churches and he said in that revelation that John had about the churches, there was, he, he was saying that you've done all this, but you've lost your first love. That was one of the churches. He sees what everybody is doing, but also there are things that they're not doing. 
And so God is concerned with the little foxes that spoil the vine, that we check our hearts, we check our motives, that we are in right standing with our Heavenly Father every day, 24 hours a day, that we're quick to repent, we're quick to ask for forgiveness. We always take the higher road. Amen. So be a blessing today. Walk in love and just know God loves you. I love you. And just know that the ends never justifies the means. That this is a way of thinking that is not right. And that, you know, when God was talking, he was talking to preachers. You know, preachers of righteousness. Preachers that were out there in the fields. They were laboring. And he says, he said to him, depart from me for I never knew you. Because God is a God of relationship. He's a God of intimacy. He's a God of his word. He's watching over his word. He's watching to and fro from heaven. And he sees everything. He knows all things. So let God be in you today. Let him find pleasure in you today. Let him find um that you are seeking him, that you are full of faith, that you are watching and praying and waiting for his coming because he's coming back. He's coming back. He's coming back for you and I. So just know that he is at work. He is at work 24 hours a day. He is, he is accomplishing his word. He is doing, he is sending his word. He's ministering. Angels are at work. And just know that we are going to be triumphant. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ is a triumphant church. So let the cleansing begin. Let the judgment begin because we need to judge ourselves so that we won't be judged because the Bible says that the word is purifying us. And so we judge our hearts. We judge ourselves. We judge the things that we're doing, the things that we're thinking. And we can't afford to get over into stinking thinking and think that the ju- that the ends justifies the means and that you can lay all this down before the Lord. But then what have you done over here? If you've done it unto the least of them, you've done it unto me. So the Bible is so full of wisdom and knowledge and revelation and the deeper you get into it the more mature you become and the more you grow up spiritually but you know what as a a new believer if you're a new believer just know that God loves you and he only requires you to do what you know that's all he requires from you but as you get older you know like a baby they've got their bottle and they've got their little formula and they're drinking that but then they get a little older and then they go to oatmeal and they start getting a little more and then they go from that and then they can eat a little bit more and then they get to eating steak right and so they're you're only held accountable for what you know to do in the word of God so just know that you can find pleasure in knowing in your relationship that you are pleasing to the heavenly father because every blessing there's a reward for everything that you do in the word because you do reap what you sow so let your seeds be good seeds today seeds that you want to harvest on seeds that will will bless you because you've blessed other people that you've been a blessing so just know that god is in the blessing business and he wants to bless you good measure pressed down shaking together and running over I pray divine favor over you. I pray the blessing of the Lord over you. I pray healing over you. And thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Joy Report reporting live from Tampa, Florida. God bless you until we meet again.